crunchy was inside of us the whole time. Yeah, the real crunchy were the bones we <laughs> cracked along the way. Oh my god. <laughs> And with me today is uh, Moral. Hello. I'm here. And um, also Deadly's in the studio for some reason, uninvited. <laughs> I just kind of live here. I'm actually, I'm here for every episode. I just don't usually show myself. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I guess we'll let you actually talk today. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> Evelyn was so adorable in the last episode. Oh my God. When she gets all excited. Oh. Yeah, now yeah. now you're, you're giving away the Chronicle order of a recording who knows when this will come out but <laughs> that's true that's uh, if you haven't yeah go listen to evelyn's episode too yeah so moral you want to tell us uh, who you are a bit oh um i i should have prepared this before <laughs> um no but i'm uh, i go by somewhat immoral um this feels very professional and not used to that but uh, i make a lot of audio porn I've, I've made a bit with deadly uh so it's probably the same sort of song and dance there yeah, I make a lot of, I don't know. I I I say wholesome content, but it's also like really wild, just because that's <laughs> immorally wholesome, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. I think genre-wise, um, we make very similar content, but I think on two different extremes of the spectrum in terms of like you're sort of got a, a more wholesome approach to the same genre in a way. That, that sounds accurate. After mm-hmm. after working with you, Dudley. Mm-hmm. And feeling like I'm trying to contain a beast and you're trying to <laughs> like <laughs> trying yeah. to not like go too far off. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm Sung Wukong in this relationship and you're Tripitaka. <laughs> Which if you guys get that, then you're a nerd like me. So uh, yeah, over my head, because I'm too cool to be a nerd. Yeah, see, Sung Wukong. <laughs> It's a, it's a lot to get into. Because the yeah, give us the TED talk. So Sung Wukong was he's the the fabled monkey king from mm-hmm. the literary work Journey to the West, and the whole thing is he's basically like the strongest being in the universe outside of like the Buddha, and he accompanies this monk Tripitaka on his journey to like protect him kind of thing. But Sung Wukong is like a, a kind of a loose cannon character. He's very impulsive. He's very like um, he doesn't necessarily have the same values as like a Buddhist. Um, oh, that's why the chief of police is always like, Sung Wukong, I want your badge and gun on my desk now. <laughs> You've gone too far. You're a loose cannon. Every cop movie is basically just the story of Journey to the West um, with, with less Chinese mythology. Oh, yeah. There's a lot that came from Journey to the West, right? Actually, the, the movie Lilo and Stitch is a pretty pretty accurate representation of the character in terms of like, um, there's like a lot of parallels in terms of like, they're both super strong. They both have this character that like kind of, keeps them in check through like friendship or you know love or whatever kind of thing only with Sung Wukong it's like a magic crown that like whenever the main character Tripitaka like says this incantation it like shrinks on his head and like gives him migraines so oh yeah it's like if you tumble dry like a good wool beanie (laughs) (laughs) kind of only the things like spot welded to his head so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, besides a huge nerd, uh, Deadly, who are you in case people are new? I am an erotic audio content creator. Um, we're kind of colloquially referred to as voice actors, which is uh, semi-accurate. Um, I write most of my own content, um, as does Moral. I make music. I've made quite a bit of music for uh, Nymphomercial and 
I am a music teacher. Yeah. Um, today's episode is a little bit impromptu, and we are actually going into a hentai blind. <gasps> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, something something we don't do on infomercial too much. Um, hope it goes well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but today we have How to Break an Incubus by Yusuku. Yusukai? How did we say it? Usuki is how I would say it. By Usuki. Mm-hmm. And if that's wrong, future cake will correct us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just can't wait for the, the buzz in with, hi, future cake here. Future cake here. And yeah, Dudley got it right. It's Usuki. Or if you want to be really fancy, you can say Usuki. And um, just for a little bit more uh, fanciness, the title of this work in the original Japanese is Incubus no Kawashikata, or How to Break an Incubus. Cake, you're so great. Wait, what are you doing here? <laughs> what do you mean? I live here. But this is this is my little domain. Yeah, no, I've got a coffin in the back and everything. Oh, I just never noticed it before. Mm-hmm. It's very inconspicuous. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's get into tags. We've got a Hago, Cream Pie, Demon Girls, Gender Transformation, Mind Break. Rape, if that is something that turns you off, it happens uh, in this. We have like succubus, uh, unusual pupils. That's always a fun one. <laughs> X-ray. Um, you, you could talk about like horns, but that's all succubus status. I, I think that covers everything um, just from like looking at the sources. Again, it's blind, so we can't throw in our own tags besides little ones I've, I've noticed from the thumbnails. Okay. So I know it was touched on, but just as another trigger warning for the listeners at home, this work is very heavy on the rape and the train molestation. So just wanted to give you another warning and a chance to back out if you want to leave. But yeah, let's let's hop into it. We uh, see a girl waking up and she is wondering why she was on the floor. She's naked. She looks into a mirror and she is surprised. And there's like even little surprise marks. Yeah. She's like kind of holding her head. And I thought it was because she has horns and like that's why she's surprised. (laughs) But as we turn the page, she's like, oh, what the hell? These are huge. And she's looking at her breasts and she's like, my (laughs) dick's gone. So uh, we start seeing a direction of where this is going. This doesn't even we don't even get to see her her, or I guess. Is I, I don't know how to do it here in gender transformation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the most respectful thing is wait to see how they identify. Sometimes they're into it, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're into it, but still go by he, him. Mm-hmm. It's a, a spectrum and rainbow of general genderness, and mm-hmm. you just got to go with the flow of it. Of course, yeah. You know, it's like the old saying, gender's a highway <laughs> that is a river, and you got to go down it in your canoe. River Sticks. I don't know. I don't know sayings. I, I think that's apparent. And did Tilp just enter the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so one thing I wanted to kind of note that I always find really interesting and and nice to see and very good to point out is the the body type of this particular character is um, not your... It, it's, it's still relatively typical, but you sort of have like, she's a little bit thicker than your average anime girl, which I always appreciate because like anime girls are sort of notoriously not very human looking (laughs) but this is a relatively like 
good representation of somebody that has like a thinner than average, but but more you know realistic build in terms of like the way that she's drawn. So yeah, we're we're seeing creases in the mm. tummy and like just any way, anytime she bends, there there's added creases. Mm. It's it's a natural depiction of body fat <laughs> while still being a somewhat idealized stereotypical beauty standard mm. body um and a butt that looks real yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's nice we love a good real butt yeah the boobs look super fake that is a pretty real looking butt yeah and and i always appreciate that kind of thing um it's always nice to see more realistic depictions rather than like these like just sort of skeleton characters in anime <laughs> with ridiculously gigantic boobs, usually. Yeah. I mean, you know, there there's different preferences. Mm-hmm. It's nice that the unrealistic thing exists because mm-hmm. sometimes you're into that, but it's also great to see realism too. Mm-hmm. The the spectrum is great. Yeah. Um, you know, imagine Agreed. just playing black and white. It doesn't work. In a manga, you want grayscale. Get all those good rich shades. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I do want to go to the scene where she's grabbing uh, her breast. The boob, squish boob. Yeah, it's so great because even without um, the context, you can tell like this is a not a enthusiastically horny grope. Like something mm-hmm. about the hand just like shows dread in it, mm-hmm. and I don't know where that even comes from, but it's there. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the manner in which it's being gripped, but also you got this expression on their face. It looks like I'm not sure if that's supposed to be a tooth or just like sort of a wavery. <gasps> they got lip a fang. Kind of thing. Yeah, that's a fang. That's definitely a fang. But they definitely look like very distressed. Yeah, I don't know though. That hand, just the way the thumb is going into the breast, it's more uh-huh. like grabbing like a tomato that like you let go bad, and you're like, no, I could have made salsa, and <laughs> or almost it's ruined. Almost like you're catching something, like something dropped, and you're catching it. Is kind of almost what I get the vibe of too. Uh, another thing to point out here, it, it shows a before and after. Yeah. And I, I like that the horns are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I feel like Incubi and Succubi don't have sexual dimorphism. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we get a flashback and we we see our protagonist uh, as your like standard guy, like loose t-shirt, shaggy hair. And he's like, I'm a modern day incubus. I sustain myself with women's sexual energy. I don't know why this voice is like what's in my head. Um, but that's how I, I imagine he was like. Yeah. I, I imagine him a little bit more like I'm a modern day incubus. I sustain myself with women's sexual energy or something like that. Or if it, if it oh, was good. like the tropey anime character, it'd be like, I'm a modern day incubus. I sustain myself with women's sexual energy. Oh, that's upsettingly <laughs> accurate. I, 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 oh, I, I wish you could see me like go back in my chair for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we all got like hit by anime energy. Um, the shonen force is alive. One of yeah. these days I'll voice an anime specifically for Alejandro. <laughs> oh, good. good. Uh, remember, it's gotta be a doujin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, moral, do you want to give us a spin of what you think this voice is like? We'll we'll get the full full rainbow here. He, he gives that very <laughs> energy. If that oh makes yeah, any sense. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, yesterday was uh, not different from any other day. I seduced a woman. <laughs> yeah, no, like like he just says it like just after things that do not deserve it. 
after the yeah. my modern day incubus. <laughs> oh, he's, a, he's an incubus fuckboy is basically what you're imagining. Yeah. His fuckboyness is really drilled in with things like, I got her to lay on the bed for me in no time. We've gotten like three panels of him and the amount of like fuckboy energy he has is already mm-hmm. very much there. He's, he's kind of one of those characters where like if this was an anime, He'd probably be voiced like this, like just that super douchey. <laughs> like, you know, he, he, he literally has the line yesterday was no different from any other day. Yeah. I seduced a woman. <laughs> I'm surprised the it didn't intro in with like, you're probably wondering how I got here kind of thing. <laughs> right. It, it, it did in a show not tell kind of way, I guess. Yeah. yeah. We do see that the woman he slept with yesterday whispered something into his ear, something that is, uh, you know, cryptic runes. And this this whole page is set up in a way where the negative space is black compared to the typical white backgrounds we're seeing in negative space to show a different atmosphere. And we're not seeing any details of people's faces. We're just seeing like the mouths and the butts and their their eyes are obscure. So I like that, you know, they just easily shifted the tone for that one page to just help the fact that it's a, a flashback. I also have this like dark thing in the corner that's sort of supposed to be, I think, like a magic thing happening or something. <gasps> yeah. But it looks suspiciously like a butthole. Oh. All magic looks suspiciously like a butthole. <laughs> they don't tell you that no. in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but yeah, so so that looks suspiciously like a butthole. Um, and maybe it is. Maybe it's a butthole that um, they forgot to censor, which is always great. I, I doubt they just chose to have these panels and then just have. All right, we've we've shown the whole plot uh, to, to be of the action that show butthole. <laughs> well, moral. That's where all the magic happens. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, but maybe maybe that's foreshadowing for later. We're going to find out. You know? Well, maybe. So there, it looks like there's an onomatopoeia there that's still in Japanese. Oh. Um, so it's possible that there's an onomatopoeia that would explain why there's a butthole there, if that is indeed a butthole. Mm-hmm. It's the buttgasm onomatopoeia. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's a butt clinching. Maybe it's like, oh, you know, could be. <laughs> maybe it's a butt resisting magic. Oh, onomatopoeias get very specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like on page four or page three, and we have talked for so long already. This yeah, yeah it's always. It's always the first few minutes that get the most distracted, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so our protag here is reflecting that they must have been unconscious that whole time. If you just wake up from being unconscious, I'm not sure how you know what that whole time even is, but I'll digress. They notice that the the clothes of the person who cursed them are present. I guess they're in their room. Um, so our fuckboy like goes to seduce people at at their place. It sounds like <laughs> typical Tinder dude, right? <laughs> yeah. He finds something and it's an invitation that I guess is addressed to him by some means. I'm, I'm curious to what the actual uh, original <laughs> paper looked like, because yeah. now it's just a blank paper with the word invitation. <laughs> Wait, is that not is that not what all of your invitations look like, Moral? Oh man, I, I never get invited to anything apparently. No, and not the cool parties that just say invitation, <laughs> right? Oh, he he's reflecting like this must be a trap. But what choice do I have? You know, the typical trap scenario, I would say. 
I like that he comments on how uncomfortable women's clothes are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's an interesting little detail. That that is something I've had definitely some conversations with about. You know, women's clothes are not designed to be comfortable most of the time. So it's mm-hmm. cool that they yeah. put that in there. But he's able to strap the shoe with no problem, which I think is uh, a feat on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he too skilled <laughs> for, for just having started doing this. Yeah, a, a feet on his feet, you could say. Maybe those are um, his sandals. Maybe he came with those in the first place. <laughs> these these uh, uh, high fashion sandals. Yeah, you I mean that. he is a fuck boy. He yeah. he's like probably rocking some Billabong and some like Ed Hardy and right. you know wherever these sandals are. <laughs> the Gucci sandals. <laughs> he comments there was a note in the letter, and it's like, yeah, that's what a letter is. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be a translation quirk or something <laughs> yeah yeah it must it must have been like there's a bubble there mm-hmm. that said something leading into that but it just like grammatically had to make sense mm-hmm. but just uh didn't really translate to, to english well but you know it's hard to get rid of bubbles you can't just put anything there yeah i'm, I'm guessing it means uh from the from the dialect that comes after like a written in portion that's not like like a side note kind of thing. Like, mass invitation, but like, you, you're invited to the wedding too, but it's like, somebody wrote the side note of, of please don't get drunk at the wedding or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, PPS of like, hey, don't don't be a piece of shit yeah. like you usually are. <laughs> yeah. So, one of the things I'm kind of confused about, there's mm-hmm. a lot of interesting things kind of going on on this page in particular, but um, it says that the person that transformed him isn't too happy with him hunting down women in the area. So she wants to meet up and have a talk and his original body is being held captive. Why, why are they having to go to another place for this all to happen? That's what I'm kind of confused by. Yeah. I I would hope that there is a good scene Mm -hmm. or reason for scene transition Mm -hmm. besides just like the fact that we're clearly setting up for some classic hentai train rate. Mm -hmm. What's interesting about this is, um, and I don't think I've ever seen this before. If, like, I don't think I've ever seen a hentai acknowledge the difficulty between clothing and tails. Oh, and we actually kind of don't even acknowledge that in the content that we do, moral, where it's like the demon voice that we talk about having tails, but we never acknowledge how tails. I I, I originally had it written in where we had a whole thing about uh, us wearing our PJs and oh. like. It being from the human world and not like. Oh, you should have put that in there. <laughs> oh, d- did everyone get deprived of pants lore? Yeah. Well, I mean, we got some pants lore, but it didn't have it didn't have that detail in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love this. So, so what we have is we have the tail, and it's just sort of poking over the the waistline of the jeans, which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It looks like the jeans aren't being worn. Like if we were to wear them, they would definitely be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pulled up properly. Quote unquote. They're definitely those like 90s low rise, you know, mm-hmm. to show the V. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do the demon boys like do the U-shaped cut or do you hole punch? Like what's what's the deal? <laughs> so the the I guess lore behind it is that um my my character would <laughs> take PJs from the human world through the listener, who would be the just like girlfriend who's a just a human who, who came from the, the mortal plane. Um, who has much more soft materials on on earth than they would in hell because it's very hard to have a fabric industry 
in a place that's made of fire and brimstone. Uh, I'm sure Joanne's is working on it, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and there's just like a bunch of crudely like, like <laughs> poked through holes in the clothing <laughs> for the tails and all that. Uh, I, I feel like your character and maybe I'm being presumptuous, but I feel like your character would probably be the kind of character to like take the time to actually like modify them and like sew them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I don't think this I don't know if the sewing industry is big in, in hell either. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah. You can cauterize the fabric a little bit, you know, at least give it a nice uh solid bordering. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like there's just like a very obvious burn mark in the back of this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I like the uh, idea that you can like heat up your tail and just stab it through like really quick, you know? Yeah. One of my favorite things in that particular script is actually when you were going on about the um the clothing industry and like explaining like why the things were so soft and everything like that. And after you give this like detailed explanation, which is actually like really interesting to think about, like cultural differences and stuff like that. I loved how my character is just like, huh, neat. Like, he just doesn't really give a yeah. shit. He's just sort of like... I, you got exactly what I was going for with that line, so I was yeah. very happy. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Um, yeah, there's, there's so many interesting dynamics in that thing, but I digress. <laughs> going forward, our protag is noticing someone is groping their ass, and he's like, oh, what's going on? Someone's touching my ass, like, leave me alone. Uh, you bastard, you're going to pay for this. But this is still in the context of, like, thought bubbles which is odd that i i just feel like he would be more directed like actually say something maybe make a scene mm-hmm. yeah you would think like because you know the the whole trope of like you know being groped on a train and stuff like that seems like something that kind of happens because there's sort of like a, a societal pressure to not make a scene right yeah, but um, an incubus shouldn't have that. Yeah, and, and not only that, but I feel like that's something that's a lot more um, that you see a lot more with women where like women, um, you know, historically have had a lot of issues with like people not respecting personal space or, you know, anything like that or, or, or just respecting in general. And so it's very bizarre to see a male character in this situation who's kind of behaving the same way that we typically see a female character. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it kind of doesn't seem that realistic to me especially as a demon i would okay as a demon as one demon observing another i would incinerate these motherfuckers there would be no train left we already learned that he's a tinder fuck boy so mm-hmm. he would be turning these men to tinder you know <laughs> but we get a very well depicted hand like digging into the fat of the ass with like some really good reverse cross shading oh, i see that whoa <laughs> yeah it actually kind of reminds me of lemon fonts artwork mm. in a way um just the the intense like uh shading there but but just uh, a little bit more mild uh, lemon font when he goes off with his like rough panels oh they're so good mm. but uh speaking of so good our pro tag here is starting to feel all tingly over <laughs> Also, I got to acknowledge the uh, really tiny thing that's in like every single shot. Oh, yeah, it's pretty cute. Mouth. That's uh, actually. Is there a tag for that milk? Fangs? Mm. Um, not typically, but, um, you know, tag away to your heart's content. Well, so because I know I know that there's a certain thing with um, 
like one thing sticking out that's it's like um kind of like a it's seen as like an attractive trait and so like I, I don't know where I heard this from but um there's somewhere where people will actually get like cosmetic procedures done to have one fang that sticks out oh mm-hmm. that's like turning yourself into a digimon i can't i can't <laughs> handle it i i like symmetry but yeah it's oh, kind of it's kind of interesting what different you know things might attract but definitely that that would be something that i would think would be like a little tag in there it would be like fangs or something like that yeah fang things are good i'm also kind of weirded out by the fact that this person who's groping her doesn't seem to acknowledge the fact that she clearly has a tail and horns <laughs> yeah it, i mean maybe they're invisible to the mortal eye true true he does mention that like oh i see you're not resisting at all walking around in public looking like that but you're asking for it, and it's like oh Ugh, i hate gosh. that yeah um yeah also the the language of i feel all tingly down there <laughs> Like this person literally seduces people and they have no idea what being horny is. This is a very interesting character. Well, I mean, vaginal horny hits different, I guess. Yeah. Um, Maybe. Yeah. It's a, you know, just a, a ring ting tingling ding ding ding. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just for you, Dad. Like, Jesus found a Christ. way to work that in. <laughs> but we finally get the, hey, like, leave me alone. I'm a guy. So presumably still he him okay. let's respect it so finally <laughs> he gets it gets acknowledged that he has horns well, we get that little bit of lore that, that he doesn't appear as a incubus normally oh our molester here does say like oh or is it like some sort of devil cosplay or cosplay role playing he thinks it's some larping mm-hmm. which like sure <laughs> You know, in this day and age, I feel like anyone could look like anything and you would just assume it's like role play and LARP. So mm-hmm. no need for disguises in stories anymore because mm-hmm. um, it's just all assumed. I'm glad they're touching on it. Yeah. You know, I, if I saw somebody in this exact getup, just like at the mall, I would be very nonchalant about it. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I've definitely seen people walking around <laughs> with stuff of this nature. Yeah, but but with these horns and, and tail being now visible where they weren't before, he also mentions that his powers have been greatly reduced, and our molesters being very like cis centric, where he's like, "Oh, a guy, huh? And then what are these?" And he's like <laughs> squeezing our protag's nipples, mm-hmm. and and also commenting on their reaction. And for for a second, our our low-rise black denim jeans have turned gray so we can get like not quite an x-ray but like a moisture shot oh i guess it is x-ray you can see the panties yeah it's definitely yeah you can see like the little bow and stuff (laughs) it it has the traditional panties with the little bow on top which are always cute yeah this one's pretty self-explanatory we've got like kind of a cute they still managed to work the thing in there for you moral (laughs) yeah i and see that, that super uh <laughs> sort of derpy like shock face it's like really they, embarrassing they worked to get that thing in there yeah <laughs> it almost reminds me of like a ghost or something i don't know ghost fang ghost fang ghost fang oh that's a badass name yeah coming to a theater near you it sounds like a power metal band ghost fang opening for dragon force <laughs> <laughs> tm tm uh so he says, oh, what's wrong? It feels so good. You can't speak properly, huh? And it's like, 
Oh, gross. But like, apparently that is what's happening. Our protagonist is like, oh, oh, no, oh, no, no. My whole body just like froze up. I'm like an innocent little defenseless goat. <laughs> I'm about to lose my mind from him pitching my nipples. Huh. Wait. Innocent defenseless goat. What's that like? Okay, I added that in. <laughs> I was about to add it a little to that. bit. Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> I I felt it appropriate with the whole like that, demon yeah, thing. Yeah, you yeah, know, that, that makes sense. That, that connects pretty well. It's it's always interesting to me um, when they portray, and, and I get that there's sort of like the the kink behind female characters in hentai is sort of like always sort of succumbing to um, sexuality as though it's like some sort of uncontrollable thing and the only reason i bring this up is because i was listening to a podcast recently that is basically like by women like about women or about uh porn basically and they were discussing like forced orgasm tropes and how forced orgasm is something that like is is not completely unrealistic but but relatively like if you don't want to come you're probably not most of the time going to come like there's obviously going to be exceptions but like they so over overplay like sexual sensitivity in these types of manga. I think it stems from both a just generally pornography is made by men who mm-hmm. don't know how uh, <laughs> women function yeah. in a way. But I think it also comes from the fact that sometimes when reading through something like this, you don't want to feel bad. So it's like rape light, as we've called it before, yeah. where it's like rape that transitions to the the person being OK mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a narrative device, it just helps things stretch along mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's a little overplayed because i'm sure listeners have heard me say this sentence like 20 times now mm-hmm. and it, it would be or it's always refreshing when we just get like people enthused and no <laughs> like dubcon involved whatsoever mm-hmm. uh, as i said in the evelyn episode you got to get those finger guns and high fives you know <laughs> exactly <sighs> yeah yeah, so the dude's like, oh, I'm going to pinch your nipples to to get you to come. Uh, I do like this particular line verbatim says, get ready, slut. I'm going to pinch them as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see like this torrent of of like liquid coming out from not just like the panties, but the oh, jeans too. Through the full denim jeans. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, it's like a literal flood. Like... <laughs> Like there are there's somebody down below that's building an arc right now. Like, oh shit. <laughs> Our pro tag, he's got like some super soaker pressure. He did like right. 15 pumps and just got to shoot straight down. Yeah. He starts saying that uh I'm blacking out. I'm suddenly feeling weak all over. Is is this what girls feel like when they have an orgasm? <laughs> Such a funny line. <laughs> <laughs> and like, okay, so in this in this first panel too he is like his nipples are being like stretch armstrong pulled like oh that like doesn't feel good does not look well first of all it looks impossible yeah and if you are into some very masochistic stuff it looks like it could be kind of fun but it's it's definitely intense maybe he's got one piece nipples you know <laughs> he ate the gum gum fruit and it just affected his his now new fresh titties. <laughs> that, that's true. Maybe we don't know the anatomy of in- incubi like well enough to to judge this. Yeah. Also, they're I think they're trying to sort of convey blushing, but it seems like there's been a, like a little bit of a complexion change. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the the scale or the uh, shading and stuff. 
Um, you know, and we've got the blushing all over. You even like see it on like the shoulders mm-hmm. and the chest. Very well um, done. Somehow the shirt has gotten like thin enough that you can see the nipples now. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't quite make sense, but sure. Or train dude is like come on let's see how your pussy is doing like like it's some type of annual report checkup you know (laughs) oh wow (laughs) doing good today what's funny (laughs) is i i have totally said that line in my content before (laughs) oh like let's see how you're doing down there or something like that or like yeah i've i've totally stated it not exactly that but in that exact way i Um, guess the voice really depicts how it is and mm -hmm. like i always read hentai as like a comedy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> do you do you read it like with yourself reading every voice? Is it like your voice in your head or? Oh, yeah, I'm not very good at voices, but in my head, it's a lot more exaggerated. He's like, come on now, let's see. Let's see how the pussy is doing. <laughs> oh my God, he's like fucking mafioso from like, like a generic cartoon or something like that. Yeah, see, come on, let's see how your pussy's doing. <laughs> exactly. Gonna fuck you. Gonna fuck you real hard. See, yeah. Man, this could be a new character for me. Oh no! Oh my God, <laughs> mafia train dude. <laughs> I do like that it takes three panels to pull the pants down. We get mm-hmm. one with the hand just going mm-hmm. there, one with the thumb like hooking down, and we see like the the top of um the vagina. There's really no like labia <laughs> present here until he pulls them all the way down and it's a it's a very like tucked in vagina <laughs> with with just a small little white bar censoring. Technically you get four panels. So we have it starts on the other page. So you've got like the first one oh, bottom yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. And I really like the attention to detail with the thumb hooking and stuff. Yeah. Because they don't typically spend much time on this. It's usually like, ah, I can magically just rip your pants off or something like uh-huh. that. Yeah. I, I feel like there's something about the disrobing process that's very sensual or sexy. Um, and I kind of wish that this disrobing process was featured under like less hokey circumstances, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because it's very well done, I think. The the clothing through this has been a big factor. Mm-hmm. You can tell they're playing into clothing as a fetish. Mm-hmm. Even here when we have the, the pants down, the underwear haven't gone as far down as the pants mm-hmm. and the underwear are are soaked in a little bit of a like a gray scaling and the pants are still dripping. Yeah. <laughs> um not very necessarily realistic, but mm-hmm. very well detailed and played into. Which you know, if you're making erotic content, sometimes you may want to avoid certain fetishes because you don't want to turn off an audience. But if you're going to play into anything, which like soaking like panties is almost always played into in this situation, you might as well really elaborate on the element to get everything you can out of it. And it's cool to see that done here. It's done in a really uh, non-intrusive way, too, which is always nice. It's not overdoing it. It's just really um, it's just, uh, you know, getting the most it can out of it while out without making it a huge production. Yeah, I think we've all like read or listened to something where um, <laughs> right at the end they introduce some like new kink that uh, you're not into very much. So, <laughs> oh yeah, the surprise kink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going forward. Oh my goodness. <laughs> then he basically the inner monologue of the character is like, no, no, not that. Um, consciously resisting 
And uh, oh, uh, before that, the antagonist is like, uh, you're wetter than I thought. You want me to go all the way, don't you? He says, don't make a scene unless you want to be. <sighs> I hate this line. I really hate it. But it's don't make a scene unless you want to be raped by the others, too. As though he's like, OK, uh, this this person's OK with me doing it, but I need to protect their safety so they don't get raped by the other people. <laughs> yeah, I just like um, the implication is that there's no way that anybody's going to help this person. That it's just sort of acceptable and like and that everybody's just like a bunch of like, I don't know, like sex starved like dogs that are just like waiting to you know hop on a piece of meat kind of thing that that sucks that's yeah what's interesting about this story thus far is that while our protagonist was a fuck boy (laughs) it seemed as though he always got consent whether the seducing is through magical means or just by being very smooth pulling out like cool jokes um you know (laughs) having like a snapback i don't know having a snap it implied that he seduced he never raped yeah and so for him to now be the like reverse side to be taught a lesson but getting raped is like even further than what he did it's interesting because you would think they would set it up so like a a molester is now gay molested as Mm -hmm. in a woman's body but they they never even implied that like they they didn't say he like hunted women but they kind of made it seem more like you know kind of like vampires you know hunt but he does it like you said in a, in a more consensual seductive way um <laughs> which we don't know we don't know for sure maybe it is there maybe they meant to imply that he's a predator so we don't know if this is just desserts or or more than he should be punished mm-hmm. for yeah i i can see the translation turning like predator into hunter or something because they, they call him a hunter right yeah yeah, so now we have the very good woman's anatomy. The good old space bubble punch. Ah, oh, <laughs> definitely not horribly yeah. inaccurate. It, yeah, yeah, it, it's never meant to be, obviously. But <laughs> uh, the only time that I really ever get frustrated with these types of X-ray shots are when they show like penetration of the the fucking oh, cervix, and I'm just like, yeah, what, what? Who taught you guys that that was a thing? I don't know. It's very, it's very strange. So there's some punching of the space bubble that's going on. Yeah. Well, what's going on? This is the worst, but I feel warm and fuzzy deep inside me. It's like he's getting fucked by a Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's like, wait, that's, is, is that white Christmas inside me? <laughs> Oh my god. No, oh, I guess my jingle bells from earlier was appropriate. Right. <laughs> uh, he's he starts raiding the pussy. Oh, this is a nice pussy. <laughs> he says. Yeah, as, as though like he's getting sponsored and he has to like put up the review, you know. Mm, this yeah. is such a cozy pussy. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's just right. He's he's found that what is it? One of the 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 three bears. I can't remember. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that, that's what I, exactly what I was thinking. Goldilocks and the three bears. Goldilocks. Yeah. Oh, is this like the third girl he's raped on the train? Then and he's like, oh, this one's just right. <laughs> right. It's the the Goldilocks pussy. Um, which like, have you guys heard of the term the Goldilocks zone in terms of like planetary exploration? Planet. 
I have not. This is now, this is a really random correlation. So the the Goldilocks <laughs> zone, in terms of planetary exploration, is a zone in which planets are close enough to a star to be warm, but not so close that they're boiling. Basically, so it's like where where life can happen, essentially. So where, where um, we are. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So um, so as this is so off topic and nerdy, but the Goldilocks zone is um, they look for planets that are in that zone so that they can narrow it down to find more habitable planets for space exploration yeah unfortunately um it seems like a lot of those planets don't have water lots yeah. of frozen or boiling planets sure water yeah. but uh goldie zones nope <laughs> yeah a real dry zone yeah interesting interesting but if we take this incubus there he's really uh like mm-hmm. gushing out a storm so maybe yeah. he can make mm-hmm. a habitable planet <laughs> he can terraform that's a, that's a good segue back into it if you look at the the globes to the, the east and west, you can definitely see there's plenty of, of Earth mass mm-hmm. um, kind of going oh, on there. I, I see that, yeah. We do get uh, some nice depictions of, like, the thigh um, mm-hmm. from the front as the guy is, like, having sex with him from the back. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really I really love the, the trope of the, uh, the showing the... The, the, the penetration, I guess, but without actually showing the dick, just showing, like, mm-hmm. what the dick is doing mm-hmm. as far as, like, stretch and everything. Yeah, like the um, almost like the invisible dick. The invisible dick, yeah. Invisible dick, yeah. This line, uh, it's no use. I can't go against his cock. My mind goes blank every time he thrusts. Am I squirting? Wait, 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 wait. We glossed over this. Hold on a sec. Well, on yeah, page we, we, we skipped over a twelve. Bit. There's a line that goes, "This is bad. I have a feeling I'll become a woman for real if I don't oh. take it out right now." Okay, yeah. Oh god. And then and then continue on with what you were doing. Yeah. You know, I thought beings from like a different like astral plane wouldn't be like so cis-centric, but here we mm-hmm. are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um oh, all right, I'm gonna move. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna move. Yeah, would she like doesn't? He's still just having sex with uh our pro tag from behind. Like, I don't know what the move was. He meant like bust a move like he's <laughs> stepping it up and he's going to move his game forward. Like, I don't get I, it that they have been having a like casual conversation this entire time. Oh, yeah, but he's pretty good. So now he's he's like thrusting. He's moving. I think he's I think up until that point, he wasn't fucking here is what they're kind of implying. I I guess yeah yeah he's like now it's the the real time this is the P and V intercourse that drives the ladies wild (laughs) the the way that they've kind of illustrated this vagina is very interesting because they have a lot of emphasis on like the um outer labia like being like like uh, the this is like a weird term but this is usually how it's referred to is like fatter if that makes sense like there's more meat to it they're really showing off the the body weight of, of like we said she's mm-hmm. thinner but in a realistic depiction of like body mm-hmm. weight and you you see like the the folds between her like thighs and and mm-hmm. butt like even from the front and like some of the like definition of where the the skin is stretched a little taut in this position mm-hmm. over the hip bones but then also like the the creases of fat in like her her stomach mm-hmm. it's really well done in that aspect what's interesting is you kind of have almost like and i I don't think i've ever seen this and and like the 
Labia majora can definitely like vary from person to person. Regardless of your body type, you might have like a different kind of setup down there. This is almost like it's almost like pussy cleavage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some some people some people have got that. Yeah. I've never seen that before. It's it's called pleasage. Pleasage. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting the way that it's drawn. I've never seen it drawn or like that way in real life before. So I think that's kind of fascinating. Vagina representation, baby. Yeah. <laughs> This might be one, uh, at least for you to to relate to, at the very least, if you're a, a vagina mm-hmm. haver. Yeah, I guess I should correct myself that labia representation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the. It's no use. I can't go against this cock line though, because it's got it's very <laughs> shonen anime kind of vibes. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's no use. use. I can't go against his cock, Kakarot. <laughs> like it's got very very like Vegeta vibes for some reason. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> As we progress, our antagonist is like, oh, sorry, I forgot to play with your tits. I bet you like that. Yes. And then the actual panel where he's like playing with the nipple is just terrifying looking because usually like a nipple flick is illustrated in a way that like you see the finger past the nipple and it implies a flick. But you see it so just close and dead on. It almost looks like he's trying to like scratch paint off our protagonist's mm-hmm. nipple. Yeah. Yeah, this one, I, I don't think that this particular depiction comes across very well. Yeah. Like I get I get kind of what they mean by it, but I don't think it like if I didn't have the context of it, I would be really confused as to what's going on. See, I just think the antagonist is an idiot and like doesn't know how to actually please like yeah. people and he's just doing whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's like a bop it with a broken speaker. You just got to fiddle around oh until god. it works. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have some very good comparisons. Uh, Mark. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I'm just constantly confused in life. So I have to compare everything to a cartoon or toy or it just doesn't make sense to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um so now we have our pro tag is talking about how they're they're like damn it damn this human you're just a mere mortal no stop i'm gonna become addicted to being a woman <laughs> i i like i like how they do the shot where they show the eyes and it's like oh you're gonna see the face and it's not gonna be smiling and then they they one <laughs> frame later got like the ego yeah yeah and the and the and the big big smile we love crying and smiling simultaneously that's yeah. like some of the best something about this is that these two panels are not lined up so the face is continuous mm-hmm. and we're reading from right to left and in that first panel her face is more to the left so it's more distant from the thought bubble and then here the smile comes before the thought bubble saying i'm addicted so i would imagine there's a a certain mm, perfection to the paneling and timing that might only come from someone who like natively reads right Mm -hmm. to left and we've talked a lot about western comics of clever paneling and i i'm willing to bet that this like really hits home in a lot of different ways we just as a native english speakers don't recognize Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um it's and it's a a really good ahigo face like getting to see sort of the two different like the dichotomy between the crying and the, or the angry crying and the uh, the smiling kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a nice thing with that little drool driplet off the chin too. Yeah, I like that. I'm a big There's fan. Four fangs. Okay, sorry. I know. So many fangs. Yeah, we got bottom ones like, now. 
That shows the addiction. You can almost see some top teeth, too. Uh, now I'm going through to, to see all the fangs that I missed. <laughs> okay, let me go back. Yeah, let's get a fang uh, check. <laughs> fang check, fang check. It does really bounce back from, like, actual rows of teeth that show fangs, and then also the, like, skin fang, you know? Mm-hmm. So now our antagonist is like, I see it feels so good that your legs are shaking. I'm sure you're going to feel even better if I shove it harder and further inside. Shall I? That, that has to be how sex works, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I learned everything about sex from Daft Punk, so you have to go bigger, stronger, <laughs> faster, harder. Oh my god. <laughs> the, the horrifying thing about this is when he first inserted he didn't there was like no foreplay really involved other than like the groping ahead of time which apparently worked but like there was no easing in or anything. it was like straight for the cervix right and he didn't like surpass the cervix he didn't like like creep past it which you can do like it's not penetrating the cervix but going like sort of behind it he didn't go past it he like rammed into it yeah no sleep till cervix just straight there (laughs) (laughs) which is horrifying that he wants to go deeper because i'm just imagining like uh bubble wrap (laughs) like bubble wrap is what i'm thinking (laughs) this poor i mean i mean it's it's hentai so she's probably gonna love you know the pain but i mean he does say (laughs) i won't do it Uh, oh wait wait the voice (laughs) i won't do it unless you ask though Oh I'm gonna have to edit this episode and hear me talk like that, and I'll just hate <laughs> myself immediately. <laughs> I I love how his eyes are just sort of like like normally you have like whited out eyes or like shaded eyes. You have, kind of have this interesting combination of both, but it almost doesn't oh, even yeah. look like their eyes. It almost looks like there's like skin over his eyes. It it's does. very creepy. Yeah, but it does really give this like evil look, which I think is. A hard thing to pull off when your protagonist is already an incubi, succubi. Says real humans were the real monsters all along kind of vibes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, the titular moment, we get a, I, I don't care. I must have it. And he says, please. And we have this, you kind of glazed over this weird onomatopoeias and little hearts flying around where... The dick is presumably landing, which would be like the uterus. Yeah, just underneath the belly button and it's glowing, you know? I'm going to be really upset if there's no magical girl transformation after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hit the button, right? You press the, the inside button and she transforms into a magical girl. Yeah, that's the magic button. That's how girls work, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They just don't have enough dick to make him transform. Yeah, you need a little one of those little extenders. Yeah. Oh, I don't. What are they called? Like, there's like a name for them. I don't remember what they are. But dick extenders, dick and longers. You know, is that what the dick and longers? Like, like sheets? Are you talking about like? Reminds me of Futurama, the Fing Longer. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can get like a little hat for your dick that adds a few inches. Oh my god. <laughs> because that's what matters. <laughs> so she's like, please, or he is like, please give me your cock. You know, and at this point, I, I feel like uh, he's he's diving into gender fluidness. He already mm-hmm. said that this sort of thing might make him addicted to becoming a woman. So mm-hmm. there might be uh, some ebb and flow here at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he said, I'm a guy. No, he's saying, I'm a woman. So he's, yeah. he's, on, he's on the brink of edge. And this guy has a classic three ha laugh, like, ha ha ha, you actually said it. 
And again, he's got those creepy eyes, which are like, like they really look like yeah, they, skin they grown over, grown over like like a the eye socket is what it kind of looks like. Mm-hmm. It's very creepy. We then see a type of X-ray I haven't seen in so long, and that mm-hmm. is where it is just a black outline of the penis, and it shows it twice to imply like thrusting and some speed lines as well as action pound lines. But there's no actual X-ray. It's just like illustrated on the outside of our protagonist's thigh, which is very rare for for modern works. And this um, by the style seems a bit more modern. Yeah, it's it's strange because I I have seen this a lot in classic hentai, but you're right. It's something that you don't see in modern stuff very often. So wondering what the reasoning behind that was. It's very interesting choice. Yeah, just a a stylistic decision, I guess. Then we have this great Ahigo face um, with the little fang protruding. The fang. Um, and she's like, in, in her monologue, she's like, yes, a girl's body feels great. I'm going to break. Oh, oh. Well, see, that's not how I read it. Um, mm. I, I guess I read it like um, Linkin Park because like, I'm about to break. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a girl's body feels great. And I'm about to break. My mental jukebox just plays Linkin Park whenever I have sex. It's, it's bad. Oh no, that is not fucking music. That's like, that's like angry driving music when you're like really upset. Yeah, yeah that's like get it out of your system kind of music. Not, hey, not fucking music. I said it earlier. In a way, life's a highway, and so is sex. Oh my god, it's interesting because like music playlists, like for sex, is something that I'm I'm kind of into. Oh yeah, um, yeah and we were talking about this before the recording and like people will randomly because we do like collaborative playlists in my patreon and like people will randomly pick like really just out there songs like most of it is like very smooth sensual like sexy like yeah as i know exactly what that person was thinking <laughs> and then like somebody threw in every time we touch <laughs> oh yeah so you got, I like, get this feeling yeah you get this like really sensual sexy just like light some candles and like make some babies kind of music and then you've got every time i touch and i'm just like oh my god this is so uh i hate that song it's so horny prom it's terrible it is it is it's like yeah it's it's not great that person's gonna listen to this and i hope they feel bad about it (laughs) good You're bad and should feel bad. You should. But also you're you're very valid. In a side tangent, I really like to make playlists and I don't do themes. I I just kind of go from one point to another, both thematically and sound and genre. I, I really like to make a whole experience. But without thinking about it, I accidentally made a playlist of songs about having sex with ghosts. <laughs> oh, that's a very sick. Yeah. I, I didn't realize I listened to so much horny ghost music, but it's there. I didn't even know there was horny ghost music. You'll have to show me this playlist, Mel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All spooky up. The last playlist that we did was the theme was songs to breed to. So that's breed that's to or breathe to? To breed. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty raunchy. Yeah. That, that doesn't Can we get an example of one of the songs? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, if you want to follow me on Spotify, um, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can do that. It's can just Mr. Deadly. Let's hear your rap too, Deadly. <laughs> no. So, um, so like, uh, Drew Barrymore by SCA and then On It by Jasmine Sullivan. Um, my favorite song, I think, on the playlist is 
um, earned it by the weekend. So I made I made the playlist that was like for the actual thing. And then there was a huge playlist that was like 30 songs long that had like a bunch of really great music on it. So so Breed by Nirvana's on there, right? Uh, no, nobody <laughs> recommended that. So basically the way that it works is I post a thing on Patreon and people like collaboratively like suggest songs and then people vote on their favorites and whatever the favorites like I do something special with the favorites. I only mention it because when the Larry says, I'm afraid, afraid ghost. <laughs> so a little crossover <laughs> over of horny ghost songs and breeding. But of course, yeah. no one would recommend Nirvana or understand any of their lyrics. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we're here reading a hentai and we still oh, got. Yeah, let's, we pages. got like three pages left. Let's yeah, let's uh, dive right into it. OK, so our heroine hero slash protagonist person at this point is like good uh our antagonist i guess actually is like good you're even moving your hips and then our moral do you want to read we should read these pages you want to be you want to be the okay. dude and i'll be the and i'll be the the succubus ah good you're even moving your hips on your own <laughs> <laughs> my nipples too play with my nipples see what you're pretty selfish aren't you <laughs> Take this. Yes. this. <laughs> oh, you're suddenly tightening up. And this is horrifying because we do see the space bubble. Oh, it's sort of implied that the space bubble is being entered. That's what I'm getting from it. I've talked about this type of X-ray once other because I've seen it before. But the X-ray is somewhat being divided by little strains of the flesh to really imply like tearing. It's horrifying. That caterpillar is losing its feet. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's oh. it's something. Okay. Also, like I know it's just the shading, but it almost looks like her abs are like gl- glowing right there. They are. She's got yeah. magic abs. Wait, do yours not do that? Uh, no. Oh. Or maybe they do. I just you can't see them because I'm so chubby. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> got to get my my beach bod ready. I, I can see why you had me start reading at this exact point. <laughs> you want my cock juice so much, huh? <laughs> Your pussy's squeezing so hard. Oh, that's still me. It's, it's still all me. your life. It's all me. Ah, Do you want me to read this next one? I'm gonna come. Take it in your womb. Yes. 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 <laughs> You're in cups. I'm coming. <laughs> That's how I imagine all the fucking uwu anime girl orgasms. You know, I feel a certain understanding because she wants all of his cock juice and like mm-hmm. I crave juice all the time. I'll go so far <laughs> out of my way to get Jamba. So like oh, I feel gosh. it. Yeah, so we see another x-ray shot and the womb being filled, which I guess didn't completely penetrate the cervix which is i guess better than nothing but it's like a perfectly circular womb here too just like being filled up like he's just trying to make Mm -hmm. a little sexy magic eight ball it reminds me of like something you'd see like in a laboratory like they're extracting fluids or something Ah, the beaker is full of magic cum science (laughs) it's it's really common this this and this whole Maybe it's only common stuff I've read. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that's a kink, like a round womb? I, I, I think <laughs> I think it probably has something to do with with breeding. At least that's how I take mm-hmm. it. Like, oh, are uh-huh. you just talking about the the 
like x-ray cum shot kind of thing? Yeah. So like, oh. Right, like, oh, uh, when, when I come, you know, in, in the, just the pussy, that, that's kind of pregnant. When I come directly into the womb, that must be super pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. Monkey brain yeah. says. Yeah. Hey, the rounder I mean, the womb, the more likely they are to get pregnant, milk, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Milk, I think you're fixating on the roundness. It, it, because it's odd. It is perfectly round. I yeah. think it's, it's a side view. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's like okay, ready so it, to be a like social media profile icon. It's just so round. Oh my god! I gotta that. make that my profile picture. Yeah, now. it's out of context. Like this is their new LinkedIn icon. I think what they're trying to imply, if you look at kind of the shape and stuff, is that he's thrusting in so hard that it's sort of. Like making the the womb rounder, that makes sense. Because I mean, it'd be more, normally more back. elongated. Has the, has the shape of the womb been changing? Oh yeah, I mean, in the the first shitty womb picture we had, it was you know your your standard Illuminati triangle. Yeah, and so so it definitely has changed. So I think I think that's them taking. Like they're they're trying to imply how hard he's thrusting into her womb and how hard the cum is shooting in. Yeah, yeah, which is a little bit horrifying to mm-hmm. think about. It's like when you fill a water balloon and it just starts becoming more spherical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or or when you punch a water balloon and it like indents or something. I don't know. Yeah. Deadly, how many water balloons are you punching? <laughs> you know what? I I my training is very specific. <laughs> have a very interesting training method you wouldn't understand it (laughs) sounds like you have very violent summers yeah so then we have like a panel of just after cum and like pulling out and there's like ropes of cum dripping down which is really cool yeah we 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 love we love cream pies around here yeah we do for the first time see the butthole and it looks much less magical than the implied butthole from the you know very beginning oh we do yeah it does yeah I, i think this confirms the uh that the previous magic was not a butthole because they would have been drawn in the same styles. Yeah. And so uh, the guy's like, uh, so we get to the last page and, and our antagonist is like, okay, I'm leaving. It looks like there's a line of men behind me waiting to fuck you. Well, try your best. And, and that's their response to it. It's just try your best. And, and presumably, oh, okay. So yeah then we assume that probably lots and lots of fucking occurred. Yeah, I think this is saying try your best to the next rapist in line because mm-hmm. this is a, a new penis, a new shirt we're seeing. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the succubus is saying, we'll just try your best. Maybe. Right? It's hard to tell. I think no, it's no, the, that, the previous antagonist. That, that, that's definitely that's definitely the guy. I think. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, like, because like, our succubus is like, eh, like, yeah, oh, what's that's happening? That's the only part that trips me up. Yeah, that that's our previous antagonist, like, you know, doing um, a slap over, like tagging out. Yeah, they're know? like, all right, you know, you got a lot ahead of you. Try your best to to, to take all of the the peen that you've got in the future. I, I do like in our first panel on that pa- on this page the way that she's like pressed up against the wall. I really like the way that it looks like the back bend and yeah. like her boobs are like pressed so hard into the, the surface that you can't even like see them below her elbow kind of thing. Her horns are kind of sh- right against the wall. Oh, that's probably gonna mm-hmm. mess up the paint. <laughs> hey, look, you know what? Public services <laughs> like transportation are important. You don't want to like fuck them up, you know, have respect. <laughs> Jeez. 
Okay, we have a, a panel where it shows the train screeching away kind of thing. Implying um, time of many rapists. Mm-hmm. And we can see there's lots of potential rapists through the windows of the train. <laughs> and then finally the succubus apparently shows up and is still naked and covered in what we presume to be semen. Very viscous. Dang, they are a lot, a lot of cum. Dang. Yeah, and the tail is in the shape of a heart, which I think is super cute. That mm-hmm. is really cute. That's kind of um, adorable. In fact, Moral, that should be like your trademark for the Nima boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very, um, when, when she drew everything, um, she had a lot of fun with the tails, which I really like. Like she had him going through like the arms and like the legs and stuff in like a dynamic way. Um, we, never, we haven't done a heart. Um, I, I think the heart is special, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you pull yeah. it out every time, then it loses. Uh, this is how adorable it is. Um, and some nameless character says, "Did you enjoy getting raped on the train?" And I'm guessing that's the the witch that the hexed our protagonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so their plan to go to a secondary location was purely just uh, for the sake of the train ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then. Haha, ha, you're just you're completely spaced out. <laughs> you seem pretty happy to fall into my trap. Ah, you've completely lost to Cox. <laughs> the battle of Incubus versus Cox. No way. Oh. That's stated. Um You're just a small fry demon. And so that implies that there are bigger, badder demons. Oh, um yeah. that this other person must have been. So maybe this was like a territory thing. They're demons that can handle their cock better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it was like a shape. Like a shape-shifting demon, maybe that other demon. Oh, maybe, oh, maybe, maybe the guy, yeah. maybe the guy lost like all his power because he he mentioned that. Like, yeah, he was losing them, and maybe he they're all like, gone now. Yeah. yeah. Oops. No more powers. I was going to say all powers, but <laughs> oops, all cock addicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, fun little tale. I I would love to yeah. see this continue where our protagonist turns back into. Uh, you know his original body but still mm-hmm. likes to ebb and flow maybe maybe shifting back and forth but still you know loving women loving men and everyone mm-hmm. in between and outside and just as a good fun horny time because mm-hmm. you know we were unsure about the translation if our main character really deserved this or not but maybe maybe he's learned a thing or two by going through mm-hmm. this process yeah I'm really interested about this other character, though, like because they kind of left it open to maybe like a sequel or something like that. And I, I'm always interested in the next big bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so maybe like, I don't know, I, I think it'd be really great to see like Dom scene or something like the F Dom scene where the, you know, protag is being, you know, fucked by somebody that's either got like a strap on or that's Fuda or like throws them to the wolves in some other way. Um, Maybe some tentacles that'd be rad as fuck. But yeah, this is this is a pretty cool setup to me for more manga, which I'm I'm almost positive there has to be because they did set it up this way. Yeah. Um I'm looking at looking at the other stuff that they've made. I don't think they oh, just say chapter one, so there must be a sequel. Uh you you always hope, but so many times that's never the case. Oh, because yeah. it does say Chapter one, how to break an incubus one shot. So yeah. they, they have a lot of stuff about what looks to be the same like succubus. Um, 
which I, I don't know, considering every single other one pretty much is, is about the succubus. Maybe that was the one. Maybe that's connected somehow. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Probably not. But... Yeah. yeah. Look for yourselves. Dive into the, the sucky verse that's being established. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a surprising amount of lore in here, which I think, uh, you know, uh, applies probably to a lot of uh, a lot of hentai. It's always fun because I imagine like someone is getting off to this and then after post nut clarity, they still have something to take away a little treat <laughs> to mull over in their mind. Like, Oh, what's mm-hmm. going to happen next? Like I said, I, I usually like stuff that takes things to sort of like extremes. So to me, this is kind of more like, obviously it's very rapey, but in terms of like the supernatural elements, it's kind of minimalistic. Yeah. And I'm not actually a big fan of the train thing. Um, possibly because I've never been on a train. So that kind of affects like, I think the immersion the situation. Yeah. The immersion of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, I, I don't know, train, train stuff just doesn't really do it for me. And so this to me seems like a, a setup to something much larger. And so I almost feel like edged in a way. I came here for demons. God damn it. And all I got was cosplay. Yeah, that, that's a you classic know. case of train edging, also known as uh, cabooing. <laughs> cabooing. <laughs> you know, all said and done, th- this was okay, but it just makes mm-hmm. me long for more Infinity Train, the best cartoon out there. Go oh, watch man. it. You can binge on HBO Max four seasons. It's so good. Yeah, I remember, I remember watching the pilot for that. For for everyone who wants to find your your content, moral, where can they uh, take a train to? Um, well, I have a, uh, Twitter, which is just somewhat immoral, uh, no spaces. And I read it, which is <laughs> somewhat immoral. No oh, spaces. good. Nice. <laughs> yes. And that, that will get you to your destination. Um, yeah. Which is also euphemism for coming. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hop aboard, choo-choo, kachoo, right with the links in the show notes. Um, but we haven't forgotten deadly. Where, where can we find you? <gasps> Um, I am on Twitter as well as uh, deadly underscore lucky, or you can find me on Reddit as r slash Mr. Deadly Lucky seven. And Moral and I both also have Patreons. Um, if you want to come support us there, you like lots of bonus content and stuff. If you want to hear Moral and I collaboratively, we've actually done three projects together at this point. Um, so you can find on either one of our Reddits. Um, some stuff that Moral has written and some stuff that we've just collaborated with other people. Oh, yeah. yeah, if you if you sort my like Reddit page by top, mm-hmm. like top upvoted posts that I've made. Lot to go through, lot to get off on. So good luck on your erotic endeavors. Have a beautiful one. <laughs> oh, now I have to sync the music, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just uh, I'll record myself humming along to it like that. No, I'm actually just going to use that as the song. <laughs> no, so so what I'm saying is I'll do that same thing that I just did, but I can do it along with the music. No, I'm just going with that one. Yeah. Damn it, milk. Yeah. If you record it, then milk is not going to use it. Remember, you did this to yourself. Oh shit. Which is the tagline I forgot to do at the start of the show. Yeah.